to Feed the Sheep Podcast. I am your host, Ross Steele. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed the seven deadly sins thus far. Um, we are coming out of pride and we are going to dive right back into greed. Uh, but before we get there and do that, we're going to start us off with a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all that we have. May we, um, may we focus our desires and our hearts on you and what you have given us and not what we do not have, Lord. May we find contentment in you and delight in you, Lord, over all things, your name. Amen. All right. So keep it short and sweet there um, because I believe there's a lot of good stuff to be said about greed and relate it to um, kind of where we are in our lives, in our times. You see so many people nowadays who are greedy. I mean, it is, it is just, it's so much more common to find people who are greedy than not. Uh, especially like if you're looking at news outlets or media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Snapchat, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, I think what happens is we ourselves, we see that and we see the greed um, in these people's hearts. But what happens is we see that and then we start to compare. And then when we compare, which comparison is the thief of joy. So when we compare, we ourselves are setting ourselves up for greed as well, because we see that we're like, man, I really want that. And it's being uh, discontent, uh, not having contentment in what we have and where we are. And we decide for ourselves, maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously, but being like, man, I really want that. I want, I want what that person has, because it seems like they are so much better off. They're so much joyful. But here's the thing about social media, as most of you know by now, and if you don't, well, I'm saying it anyways, if you do, but if you don't, then hear me out here. People show you what they want you to see. They show you all the good, all the, all the joyous times, all the happy times, all the great memories and everything. But very, very, very few times do you actually see the bad unless you genuinely know that person. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's, you know, it's a clout thing. Nobody's, you know, they'll lose followers if they quit posting stuff that, you know, mental health issues or um, the loss of, you know, possessions or whatever it may be. And I think that's a big, big issue that we run into of people not being real, not being authentic. And it happens within the church just as much as it does outside the church. So it's not me just being like, Hey, you don't know Christ. Um, and because of that, this is how you are. No, there are people who, who, you know, say they're Christians or even go to church every week, maybe even serve at church and there's still greed in their hearts and they're still, they're still not being real unauthentic. And ultimately, through this podcast, y'all, I'm hoping to be as real, genuine, and authentic as one can be. And I believe that the Lord is going to use that um, for to His to His advantage, for His good. Um, because the thing is, all that I have is His. All that you have is His. There's nothing in this world that we have or don't have because of Him. It's all for His plan and according to His will for our lives. So when we 
find ourselves and and discontentment um i don't even know if discontentment's the word or if it's uncontentment either way um i'm gonna say discontentment but if we find ourselves in discontentment then we're gonna turn to the world instead of turning to christ more times than not we do that and that's where greed sets in and you know the the merriam-webster dictionary describes greed as an intense and selfish desire for something especially wealth food or power it is intense and it is selfish that is greed to a t and i'd say that greed is a deadly sin because it destroys our capacity to trust god it suggests that we ourselves can secure and please ourselves by the possession of things rather than an obedient relationship with god it's it's taking the trust it's taking the faith out of everything and saying i know best i want this i need this so i'm going to get this instead of trusting god and when we when we decide to be obedient in our relationship with god um, and how to get there is solely truly just by love, falling in love with Christ. Here's the thing that I want to tell you. We said it on the last episode about falling in love with Christ or the episode about pride. But here's, here's what I want to say um, with that is, yes, fall in love with Christ. And once you do, you will understand who Christ really is. And when you understand who Christ really is, you understand who you really are because you're made in his image, right? But on the flip side, Christ loves you exactly as you are and who you are. He sees you as holy and no matter what situation or area or sin that may be going on, he sees you as holy. And what I want to say, what, why I say that is because, because of that, um, we are able to have that relationship with Christ. Take the religion out of it. Focus on the relationship and all of this uh, will go away. Let's, I wanted to, to talk about some ways that uh, greed may show up in our lives. And this isn't just, you know, the only few things of ways that greed will show up. But, but these are some that I kind of decided. I was like, man, I think these are most important. Uh, not most important but most prevalent uh they're they're far easier for us to fall into but the first thing is is how we put we can see greed in our lives by putting our own needs above others and that's that that's that selfish desire um that even the dictionary says then that's not even considering what uh what scripture says or anything in that regard um and then following that is how we seek instant gratification and I think that when we seek instant gratification, it, it doesn't help that in our time with this young generation, these young adults, and even now the older generation's kind of fallen into it as well, but especially this Gen Z generation, it's it's instant gratification because everything's at the tip of our fingers. If we want to know something, if we want to find something out, um, if we want to find somebody or or just see watch a movie watch a video listen to a song whatever it's right there instantly in our pockets everything is on our phones and when we grow up especially the younger generation who most of which have grown up with a phone 
um, everything's instant to them. So they don't have a sense of patience. And when they don't have a sense of patience, when they're forced to be patient, there's no peace there as well. And that's one way that we, that, that greed sets in, in our hearts and in our minds. And when we don't get that, then, then this anger, almost kind of uh, greed, like sin comes up and uh, it, it really buries even deeper in those situations. Um, and then finally, I just, I would say that it's always looking for more, which is basically, you know, never, never being satisfied and discontentment and, and longing for what else is there. And when we get in that mindset, when greed sets in, in that way, we become ungrateful and ungrateful is probably the worst place you want to be because uh, not the worst place, but it's, it's not a good place to be. And it's because there's going to be people around you in your lives that are going to be giving and giving from the heart and loving on you. And when your ungratefulness shows, it really hurts them. So you're only hurting not just yourself, but also those around you. And I'd say there's also some ways, um, there's a lot of ways to eliminate the sin of greed. Um, but three that I thought were great are, uh, one of which is with contentment and it's really training. I mean, that's, it's, it's not like a super tangible way necessarily, but it is one way that I find, um, that it's, it's not easy to learn contentment or to get to the place of contentment. But if you can, um, and here's the thing, you can't do it on your own strength by any means. So when, um, you're, you're striving for this contentment per se right now in this situation, I would say the best thing to do is to fast and pray and give it unto, unto God, lay it down at the cross, pick up your cross and realize the situation and where you're coming from and realize that you can't do it in your own strength and you need God to do it for you, to do it with you, to give you that strength, to be able to, to, to be content with where you are. Uh, and I'd say another piece would be giving. Giving is, is absolutely huge. Now you have to be careful with giving because if you're giving to receive something, so, you know, there's people that literally tithe, um, or tithe or offering like at church or whatever, and they do it for selfish reasons. They do it out of selfish giving. Uh, because they want, they're expecting more in return because, you know, if you give, uh, then the Lord, you know, he'll give back more in return and he'll bless you with more, but you, you can't do it selfishly. You have to do it out of your own heart, out of your own will. And so I think when we give and we're able to see the impact that we have on people's lives, um, or what we're doing in certain situations, uh, of the church or in the community, or even those that are close to us, um, who are just in a need or whatever. And giving doesn't have to be with money. It can be with your time. It could be with your words. It could be with your thoughts. Um, like sharing your thoughts per se of, you know, a word of affirmation for somebody. And it's just those little things that really go a long way. And when, when we do that, we are putting others first. We are putting people first. And when we put people first, 
uh, it takes away the selfishness that has been rooted in our hearts um, when we were born into sin. We were born into a sinful world. So none of us are perfect, but this is one way of, of trying to, to change that out. Um, and then also, I would say moving next with that would be delighting in Jesus. And when we delight in Jesus, um, we're able to see how powerful and how true and real he really is um, to, to focus with that. I'd say when we talk about delighting in Jesus, one who really did good at that um, was Paul because Paul understood riches and poverty. He saw both sides of not having enough in his eyes and then having too much probably in everybody else's eyes. Um, and, and because of that, this allowed him by God's grace to find contentment in Jesus, to find delight in Jesus. You see, if we gain the world, we lose. But if we battle greed with contentment, gratitude by giving and by delighting in Christ, we will gain something way more lasting than anything the world can provide. We find eternal life. We find a love that is unmatched by anything and anybody in this world. And some verses to look at when we when we talk about greed, um, you can start right there in Matthew, Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Seek first the kingdom. We must first find Christ. We must find his righteousness. And when we do that, all things will be provided. All things that we need, all things that that the that God knows that we need will be provided. Not necessarily all things that we ever want and desire and have a passion for, but everything that we need will be provided. Um, we continue on in Colossians, you know, there, Colossians 3, 5. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your worldly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed. All of this is idolatry. It's all idolatry. It's putting ourselves above Christ. It's putting ourselves above essentially everybody and everything else. That is that that's the heart of the enemy. And we, we don't want the heart of the enemy. We want the heart of Christ. We want to 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 be like Christ. First Timothy six, verse six through ten. But godliness with contentment is a great gain. For we brought nothing into the world. And we can take nothing out. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation, a trap, and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge people into ruin and self-destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. This is a common taken out of context uh, verse by most people outside the church, but even some people inside the church um, still will sit and say, you know, oh, money's evil. Money's evil. It's not, though. Here's the thing. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. When we when we find a love of money, it becomes 
idolatry in our lives. We, we, we long for and we strive for money and success in that nature when the greatest success we could ever find is life in Christ. And here's the thing, the not really, I mean, funny thing, kind of, um, we, we're trying to find life in Christ, but Christ is life. So if we find Christ and we seek his righteousness and, and his grace and mercy will flow over us, the, the sacrifice on the cross, Jesus dying on the cross, the blood poured out, the blood poured out covered all sins. So it covers all of these. And if we can just focus on the relationship with him more than our good works or our not so good works or, you know, where we failed or where we've succeeded, um, it takes away all of this, all of this greed and takes away our thoughts of that we don't have enough. But truly, truly, I tell you, you will always have enough. You will always have more than enough if you focus on Christ and your relationship with him. And that's where I want to encourage you guys today is if you're going to, um, if, if you're battling with greed and you know you are, and you know that you may have a love of money or you, you catch yourself always wanting more, um, what I can encourage you and what I want to encourage you to do is find where the greed stems from. If, if it's from social media, take it off. Take it off your phone, um, you know, fast, fast from it for a month and see where you are. And even in after a month, um, and here's the thing, month seems like a really long time, but take it one day at a time. I I promise you the first four days, three, four days are probably going to be miserable because you're so used to it. But after a while and you start filling that void, um, that you once filled with social media and you fill that time that you would typically spend on social media and, and fill it with, with getting into the word with, with listening to, um, a message or doing some worship or, or just praying or journaling, whatever it may be. I really believe that the Lord is going to purify your heart and you're going to really realize and, and, and understand the love, um, that comes with it. And, the love that comes with it covers all sins. It covers everything. So your greed, and I, I, speci- I specify uh, social media because when, when we compare and we see where we're, we, bec- we become unhappy, um, and when we become unhappy, we start searching for what can make us happy. And we see others and we're like, oh, that looks like fun. They look happy. I want to do that. And then it's always wanting more and more and more instead of being in the season that we're in. God calls us at times to, to be in a season um, that may be hard, but he wants us to lean unto him. He wants us to lean into him so he can embrace us with his loving arms and, and trust in him and, and put our faith in him. And it's, it's more than just saying, Lord, I trust you. And I put my faith into you. We can say anything we want as, as humans and as people. Um, but if you really want to know what somebody believes, don't necessarily listen to all that they say, although they may say some great things, but if you really want to know what one believes, look at how they act, look at their actions. Their actions will always supersede 
whatever they say, and it'll show you where their heart is aligned and what they truly believe in life. And this is the, the best piece of advice I can give to you because there's so many um, people out there who are trying to be influencers uh, and trying to help others. And it's great, but it's for selfish desire. And I truly think that when people are trying to do it for selfish nature or desire, um, it, it, it takes the, the authenticity, the realness, the, the goodness out of it. And I'm not saying that God can't still use that because he definitely most certainly can and he will. Um, but I just want you as, as you're going through this week or whatever to, to think about the areas in your life where you may feel greed has crept in and started to take root in your life. Um, and then, and then backtrack and, and try to discover, uh, what it is that you, that you need to do. Ask the Lord, Lord, what do I need to do? Um, to, to remove this from my life because I know that your love covers all sins, Lord, but I don't want this in my life. I don't want to. And doing it out of delight versus out of duty is a big thing. Um, so that's my hope for all of you this week. And as you go on and share uh, with others of what you may have learned or uh, something you liked or didn't like, I mean, feel free to share it with me. Um, I'm constantly trying to perfect what I'm doing and I'm never going to be perfect because I also am human. Um, but I, I, I do believe that the Lord will, uh, you know, use me and, and, and speak through me, um, to whoever needs to hear it. So that's my hope for each of you. I do love and appreciate every single one of you who listen and, and are trying to, um, further or, or further advance the gospel, build the kingdom, but also just to refine their faith and their relationship with Jesus. And I am, don't have all the answers, um, but I also am always constantly trying to refine my relationship with Jesus. So I'm right there with you. Um, I'm not greater than any of you uh, by any means, and I don't want anybody to ever think that. So that's, that's my word for you uh, today after greed but uh thanks for listening guys i'm going to close this out in a word of prayer and i hope you all have a blessed week lord thank you uh for for this thought for for the the message of greed uh for allowing me to really dive in to to study it and to study your word and dig deeper with you in that lord for everybody who may have be listening and recognize that they have an area of their life where they are feeling greedy or that greed has crept in and started to take root in their lives. I just pray that over each of them, may your hand touch them. May the blood of Jesus, as it already has been so, be poured out over them. May they recognize uh, where they are in their walk, Lord. May they step in closer with you. May they return to you if they are lost. May they uh, just seek your face and devotion and obedience and faithfulness, Lord, um, so that you may direct their steps. May you cleanse their hearts, Lord. I, I pray for cleansed hearts throughout all of all of the listeners uh, today, um, in the past, present, and future, Lord. And I just pray that you work wonders in their life, and they may see and spread the good news that is you, Jesus Christ, because you are alive. We thank you, Father.